Well, have you ever heard of business is business or keep sentiments out of business? Well, that is what we're going to be talking about today. So my name is Nicholas Invictus and you're on to another podcast of The Undefeated Mindset. Okay, guys, so something has been happening to me over a couple of months and I think how I handle this is not the natural way I would have handled things of such nature. It's kind of like a business relationship I had with a family. And personally, the way I would have executed or gone about it isn't literally the way I do things. So I don't want to go into details of saying exactly what happened or how it went about. But I can tell you that the reason why I got involved in that business in the first place was because of the sentimental attachments I had to my cousin. Oops. Okay. <laughs> well, because of the sentimental attachments I had to this person. And like I said, his family, really. He is family. And he's someone that I'm pretty much fond of and he's been there for me in the past. But it's kind of like what happens when you get too close to your heroes and they end up being human after all, you know? We all are humans. We all have prone to frailties we all have our own limitations we all are exposed to our own various levels of temptations and something basically um wrong went on that flawed the business that we literally had with each other and the sad thing about having yourself make business decisions on the foundation of sentiments is that you're not very very professional when it comes to execution. Now, let me just give you guys a brief definition of sentiments and I'm going to come back to what I was saying. So, sentiments could be defined as an exaggerated and self-indulgent feelings of tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. Now, one of the examples um, given is many of the appeals rely on trekly sentiments. So, another way to describe sentiments is probably feelings. Your exposure to this individual your personal feelings for this individual is the reason behind your actions with these individuals and the problem with that is in business oftentimes the decisions you have to make are more coerced or more hard or more professional and if you have to make the decisions to people that you feel sentimentally drawn to you won't be objective enough to make the right choices for the business or for you as an individual and that's just the problem with the entire thing so i think i've learned a big big lesson from this funny enough i think i had learned the lesson before then i forgot it and i had to learn it again but yeah i've kind of like learned a big big lesson from this when it comes to family i'd advise you keep business relationship out of your relationship and this is the truth because there's something called morale hazard and it's, it's kind of like the risk you bring upon a certain business, a certain transaction from the foundation of the fact that you feel you are morally connected with a counterparty and or you're morally connected with yourself. And because of that very foundation, you can just take certain actions or certain decisions that are not very wise at that point in time. And you say, oh, it's family. Family can always overlook this. The truth is, 
it's tough everywhere, you know. Family can't overlook stuff the way you think family can overlook things. And oftentimes, even if family wants to lend a helping hand, there's always some constraints that comes on board as family has to just do what family has to do to get things done. I'm kind of like speaking in riddles over here. Almost like I don't even really want anybody to understand what I'm talking about. But I guess what I'm just trying to put out there is this. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to do a business contract or really well business transaction with a family member and for some reason the business doesn't go well and partly why it didn't go well is because the family member sees you as family and probably didn't take one end of your transaction serious or did something and when you could have probably executed it in a certain fashion or in a certain manner you failed to do it because you felt oh it's family let me act um more familiar with that individual and hope we can resolve it on a family level rather than being more professional about it and choose to objectively resolve it. So when you make those decisions, it's more likely that you get to suffer and the other individual in question equally gets to suffer. And this is something you need to try or learn to avoid in business, basically, like getting family involved in what you're doing. I, 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 I've come to probably conclude that it's better family is um, at the benefiting end with you, with you, not at the opposite end. Don't make your family a supplier. Don't make your family your distributor. Uh-uh. You could make your family your partner. And even with that, there are still some issues involved. But I, I think it's safer to say family is your partner because both of you are working the same common interests, but you are sharing the same risk. And both of you are expected to share in the same return. So it's better to say, you know what, your family is your partner than to say your family is at another end of the value chain. So what am I saying? If you happen to be a manufacturer and you say your family is at the wholesale end of the value chain, then you know that your family is your customer. At the same time, you are a supplier to your family. And if you fail to meet your own end of the bargain by supplying, you could have that family member find a different supplier. And if the family member fails to meet his own end of the bargain by making good his purchases, that means by paying you literally, then you may just have to cut that family member off and then find another you know, um, person who's going to give you value for the product you're offering. So these are really the issues. And because there's a familiar, you know, when I keep saying familiar, I want you to understand the reason why family is tempting and why it's called sentimentalities. So because it's a familiar relationship, this familiar relationship tends to cause some moral hazard. You tell yourself, you know what, because it's family, you can do certain kind of immoral things and just get away with it or hope to get away with it. And that often tends to become a problem. And let me tell you why it's a huge, huge problem. First of all, the very fact that your family and your familiar means that oftentimes you're on good terms with each other. Oftentimes you can lean on each other for support. Oftentimes when one of you need um, help, the other person is just willing to come in and just help. So the moment you start having these kind of issues, you, you know you tend to like blur that relationship you already have with this family. And it's a huge problem because what has been amazing and fun and beautiful becomes hard you know and disappointing it's it's kind of like when you have a bad deal with a business partner both of you can just walk away from each other and never look back you know just walk away like 
bad business, bad deal, you just walk away. But it's difficult with family. You gotta meet each other someday at some place in one family outing. So what do you do then? You know? Personally, I've told myself, if I do something wrong to someone, you know, be it family or not, I'm gonna just apologize. I, I, I have no problem with apologizing. I have no problem with telling someone the truth spot on because I know if I start creating one fairy tale, I'm gonna be compounding fairy tales upon fairy tales upon fairy tales. And I know the disasters can bring to someone, you know, someone who's expectant or hopeful. So just be truthful is easier. Or if you've already had to extend yourself in a or in an untruthful state, then just apologize straight up. The whole idea is because it's family, you don't have a choice. You have to repair that relationship. You don't understand that, right? You have to repair that relationship. But when it comes to someone else, a stranger out there, it may not matter to you. You could just walk out of it like, oh, you know what? I don't really give a hoot that this particular person isn't at peace with me. You just walk away from it. But I still think that's like crazily wrong, especially if you're the one who wronged the person. Um, if you are the victim or the receiving end of it, then be the bigger person and still forgive the person regardless. Like you shouldn't just matter. Yeah. Another thing that you should also consider is this, is your trust level. The very fact that this thing has happened, it's it shakes the trust between both of you. Whether it's a stranger out there, a business partner, or an actual familiar person, your family, it just shakes the trust between both of you. Like, how do you come to that level of trust again? Well, one thing I can just tell you is this. For free, you shouldn't have a business relationship. Even if they're begging, oh, you know what? Um, just borrow me this money. I'm going to pay you back with sanso interest. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's very difficult getting money from someone you're familiar with because it's always going to be sentiments playing in. In business transactions, you can't afford sentiments. Imagine, let me give you a typical scenario. How do you enforce a debt? So I have a law background and I think I can speak to this basically. So how do you enforce a debt really? Now you could try your traditional means of um, trying to bully the person. A lot of people tend to do things like that. You know, you want to go to the police and build the person to bring in the police is not a debt recovery agent. Uh -uh. You know, you make your written applications. That's what you do. You write to the person, first of all, hey, pay, and give the person proper length of notice, you know, proper length of time to make that payment. Uh, when the person fails to do that, then you go to the courts. So when you go to the court, you're saying, you know what, well, literally this particular thing can be resolved amicably. Now, a lot of people would probably prefer to um, use some alternative dispute resolution, some negotiation tactics and all. If you could try all that earlier and it still doesn't work out, then cut is your final solution. And once you're going to court, you're literally saying, you know what, we're going to fight this thing out until I get my money back. And imagine enforcement and how enforcement works. So you get the bailiff of the court to basically enforce the judgment of the court, right? Let's say you get a um, judgment enforcement order of the court and you get the bailiff or probably the police and you move over to the person's property and you start seizing or whatever, you probably get a receiver. And the server goes and starts seizing the properties and selling them to realize the value of that bond, the value of that debt. And you've already created some enmity between you and the individual who is owing you the debtor. So that's already a problem. Imagine if that's your family. Can you allow yourself do that? Just think about it. Can you allow yourself do that? Can you bring yourself to a place where you get to see your family member hurt? You know you can't. Because it's family. And with family, there's this automatic love that just comes in. 
you don't even have to try hard when you know it's it's blood relationship you just have to bring yourself to endure and that's usually the challenge because while you're enduring you're also suffering so i just advise man if anybody even thinks about using family for any business don't do it i know it's easier for you to want to like pick a family because you're telling yourself well with family um it should be the most ideal thing considering the fact that your family should be trusted they should have your back in case she sees the fan and oftentimes they've tend to do this you know over a period of time they've proven themselves trustworthy but hey it just takes one screw up to just break all of that and like i said individuals have different problems we have varying issues that we go through on a daily basis every one of us every freaking one of us and based on these daily issues we can just be tempted to do things that we wouldn't have done on a good basis so all things being equal really so you could just find yourself doing something that you shouldn't have done and it just puts a rift between you and someone that you really really care about you know how you come about repairing that rift i really don't know but what i can just say for free is it's safe for you not to just get involved so don't be the person who is a supplier don't be the person who is a distributor don't be the person who is a purchaser don't just do it don't do it there's a difference between you supporting your family of course please don't get me wrong i'm not saying you shouldn't support your family your family has to be um ha, come well your family basically is in a particular business and your family puts up a product out there or is given a solution out there and he's ready to give you that solution and you're ready to pay for that solution it's fine absolutely fine but like i said there's already an immediate exchange of value for consideration at that point in time so you're supporting your family but you also don't want to risk the whole idea of supporting your family in such a way that it jeopardizes your relationship with them like i said moral hazard can come into play now i'm going to just conclude by giving this example it happens in the medical society it happens in the legal society when a lawyer has an issue you know in court when a lawyer needs to be represented in court even if your sibling is a lawyer you probably wouldn't want your sibling representing you why is that because your sibling would have some sentimental attachments the sentimental attachment is capable of fueling your sibling to want to represent you to the best of their abilities and in doing that, it could also jeopardize your siblings making the right decision for you. The objective decision for you. You know, when sentiments comes on board, there's no objectivity. Everything you're doing is quite subjective. You're, doing, you're, you're, you're acting based on feelings, really. You're not acting based on what is actually right or what is proper for that given scenario. And that is why you want to be very careful in allowing yourself becoming sentimental. Because at that point in time, once you get your family involved and sentiments comes in, it blindens your judgment. And once your judgment is blinded, there's nothing you can actually do to remedy your situation. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I think the ideal thing for you at that point in time is just to avoid that stuff completely. Like, just avoid it, really. That's the best thing, best thing, best thing you can do. So I, like I said, it's, it's a huge, huge, huge trust issue. Now, if you go to the medical profession, imagine... You're a doctor and your child happens to be ill you want to, or let's say your child needs a major surgery and you choose to be the doctor or attendant 
you know based on that sentimental feeling you could take a decision in a bid to save that child's life that could actually harm the child just because you weren't thinking clearly so what do you do you back off you allow someone who is more objective just take those decisions the idea is being objective in your decision making sentiments don't let you play objectively it keeps you in a suspended state of feelings and feelings and feelings and these things make you do the wrong thing all the time so guys i don't want to go too long on this i think i'm already i've already spoke, literally spoken long enough i think it's the right time to just get out this podcast and let you go about doing what you want to do well if you've been listening to me this far if you've gotten something from what i've been saying i'm really really glad you have I hope you all have a great, great day ahead of you. I hope you all accomplish amazing things today. And until next time we see, I want you all to stay undefeated.